Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hello and welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. Today we are talking about being a stand, how you can be a stand for something that you really care about. You can choose to take a stand for something in your life. And we're going to dive into that. And I'll tell you what, it looks a lot different than just taking a stand. Being a stand is different. So let's take a look at what that looks like. When you take, no, I'm going to get mixed up a little here once in a while. I want you to know what I'm talking about being a stand right now. When you want to be a stand for something, you want to be a stand for something that you're really passionate about. So think about something that just elicits a very strong emotional response in you. Maybe you get angry, maybe you get sad. It consistently evokes a strong emotional response in you. That's something that you're really passionate about. That's a great basis for being a stand for something. In a sense, it's an essential part of who you are. You can't dodge it, you can't get rid of it. It's there, it's a part of you and it longs to be expressed. In fact, it's a beautiful expression of who you are in the world when you're a stand for something that you really care about. In fact, it's a deep desire that cries out to you for expression. It cries out for you to take action in the world. And it doesn't go away, it persists. This is something that you're passionate about, something that you can make your life all about. It reflects your deepest held values. It's a great way of expressing your values in the world. So as we explore this topic today, I want you to consider what do you want to be a stand for in the world? As you consider that, you are totally welcome to call into the station. I would love to hear from you, hear what you're thinking about what you'd like to be a stand for. And you can call me here at the station at 866 576-1055. That's 866-576-1055. And like I said, throughout the show, I'd love for you to consider what you want to be a stand for. Just earlier today, I did the second half of a client's purpose discovery. So the first half of what we do is a a passions discovery. And then from that, The client identifies some themes and picks one of the themes, and then we dive deep. And what she created today was beautiful. I'm just so honored to be a part of that process. So I'm just kind of coming out of that appointment now, so I'm a little bit riding on that high. She, um, I'm just gonna tell you about it just to give you an idea of what it can look like. So she grew up um, some in the foster care system and had been re-awarded back to her mother And it was not uh, the loving, supportive experience she would have hoped for. It was abusive and difficult. And for her whole life, she's felt drawn toward kids in foster care, wanting kids to have a sense of belonging and to know, really know their value. So today, we unburied a dream that she's had to create a center for 
foster kids. And in this center, what she's going to do, this is what she wants to make different in their lives. She wants to help them to discover and decide who they want to be in the world. So she's helping them to tap into their strengths, their skills, their interests, and really latch on to that to have what she calls a North Star for their lives. And this is a very, very large vision, dream that she has. And so I suggested that she consider it be like a five-year out plan to get that going. And she's going to need to grow into it. And that's the beauty of being a stand for something. And we're going to talk about that and how it's so different than just taking a stand, which is often a one and done kind of thing. This is a, this is a journey. This is your life's work. And she is starting to take steps. So we identified what's a way that she can grow into that. And she's got an assignment to break it down into some manageable steps, and I'll be following up with her. And I think it's really beautiful because what she's looking at doing just to get started is to be, you know, the Big Brother, Big Sisters program. She's going to try out being a big sister and kind of the way I would say it is inserting herself into the life of a girl in foster care. She's particularly drawn to kids 12 to 14 because those kids, they may have been bounced around from home to home and are not feeling um, valued and loved and appreciated. And so she's helping to intervene before they're acting out and making, you know, having different behavioral problems and making um, not so great choices. So I love the interventional nature of what she's doing. And one way to get started in that is to start having that impact now, which I love. So she's going to see if that's a good fit for her. It's, it's a stretch and it's growth. She'd, she'd rather administrate and let other people do that. So um, I'm encouraging her to, to stretch and try because I think she'll really want to see their change, the change that she's creating in the lives of these kids. And that's for her specifically. I wouldn't necessarily say that for everybody, but I know for her, she's having a sense, a need for belonging and connection. So I think it's, it's perfect for her. And I was just, I was just blown away helping her to create that plan. I want to give you some other just examples of what it can be like to be a stand for something. I'm a stand for waking people up to their impact. I love, I'm so passionate about people knowing about how they're impacting other people. A person, we find this is very common as we do the introductory kind of beginning exploration of people's passions. A person could be a stand for instilling a sense of value in kids very common desire people have there. Another just example could be being a stand for optimal health and longevity. So people are living longer, and how about having really great health through those later years? Those are just some examples of what you can do to be a stand. Like I said, it'll be highly personal. It's something that you're passionate about, something that's a great fit for you, and it's a lifetime journey. So as we're exploring this topic today, I want you to consider for yourself, what would you like it to be? 
and there's not a right or a wrong answer. It's not like you're finding your soulmate. It's not like there's only one and it couldn't be something else. So go ahead and think, play with it, embrace it, take it on. We're about to head into a break and when we come back, we're gonna be comparing, we'll learn a little bit more about what it looks like to uh, really be a stand and then we'll compare what it looks like to taking a stand because it's really quite different. So would love for you to stay tuned for more. You are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Do you feel pulled in too many directions? Are you worried that you'll never get around to what is really important to you? You can change all that. Attend a dynamic two-hour online seminar with John and Rena, hosts of Money 1055's The Impact Hour. You will evaluate what is really important to you and gain the tools to get you moving forward. Register for the Live on Purpose seminar at theimpacthour.com. Enter coupon code 2017 to receive this seminar as a free gift from John and Rena. Live on Purpose, February 1st from 7 to 9 p.m. Register at theimpacthour.com. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we are talking about how you can be a stand for something that you really care about. I have another example for you, somebody who is a stand, my colleague and friend Phaedra Koenig. She was on our show uh, a while, a few months ago. She's a crisis coach and her story is that her husband was accused of a financial crime and convicted to a sentence like 40 years in prison. Normally it's like 18 months and they were making an example of him and quite, quite a journey that she's had. And she's really become passionate about um, justice and standing up for people who've been falsely accused. So she took the opportunity to work for the measure that we voted on last November to repeal the death penalty in California. And she actually traveled around California gathering up people uh, to share their story, people who had been on death row and were exonerated. So they weren't, they didn't say that they weren't guilty, but they recognized that uh, I guess in retrospect, or given new evidence, there really wasn't a- enough evidence to convict them. And it was just really mind-blowing to think these people would have been put to death um, falsely, wrongly. And so she gathered up these people and shared their testimonials and and did all that work. And the populace got together and voted and did not repeal the death penalty. And Phaedra shared a video to Facebook that I saw kind of answering people's questions like, how are you doing about this? And she's like, you know what? This is great. You know, people didn't pass the measure, but we moved the needle. We have raised awareness about the problem regarding 
the death penalty and just even the possibility that someone could be put to death for something that they didn't do. And I just loved that she was celebrating, and she called it moving the needle. So they were raising awareness. They were moving toward change. And to me, that's a great example of being a stand for something. Because when you're a stand for something, it's, it's over time and over a lot of effort. It's not something that you just take a stand for and step back down. She is a stand for that. And if you'd like to listen to that episode, that's actually episode number eight called uh, When Bad Things Happen. And we post all our show recordings to the impacthour.com. And you can, if you miss part of the show or any show, you can listen to them there. So one, I love, I love Phaedra's story. Like I said, I think it's a really great example of being a stand. Here's why being a stand is so important. I think it's an issue of integrity, being integrated so that your values, your identity, and your actions all line up. So we're not disjointed, we're not disintegrated, we're not saying this is important and doing something different or not doing something of what we say is important. And the identity, I love that, that's, that's being a stand. It's about who you are. That's why I believe it's so important. It also is very, very satisfying to be a stand for something and to be working towards something is very satisfying. And when we are a stand for something, we will create more change in the world by having that focus. I had an interesting conversation with my 17-year-old son who is very politically aware. He spawns most of the political conversations in my household. And he was, um, it was kind of funny, just, just a side note. He said he wasn't judging but he didn't think it was great that I really didn't research the candidates I voted for regarding, um, I don't remember if it was federal like Congress or if it was state. And, and, and I says, yeah, you know what, that, that really wasn't great of me. I really, I had a lot going on. And well, honestly, I was really caught up in the circus of presidential debates. It's kind of where I spent too much of my time. But um, I really got to thinking about why is it that I went to the polls without having really researched the folks I was voting for. And I thought about it and I shared with them that the main reason is government does not create deep level changes in people. I cannot rely on the federal government, the state government, to change people's hearts and their minds. In fact, government is really great at mandating behaviors. They can prohibit behaviors, they can make you do certain things, require them, but that seldom fixes the root cause of big social problems. If you consider things like discrimination, we have all kinds of social policies around discrimination, things that we can do, things that we cannot do. It's done little to nothing to eliminate prejudice. And it's done little to nothing to eliminate what I believe is behind the prejudice, which is fear. Fear of what's different, fear of change, fear that there's not enough, the fear that the media generates through its words and images. Government is not fixing the problem at the real level where it's coming from. Same with poverty. How good of a job has the government done at getting people out of poverty? 
They're not looking at root causes. They're not looking at what's really causing it. They're doing Band-Aid fixes. Ooh, look at me. I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> then there's, I think they did a phenomenally bad job. In fact, I think it was the worst attempt at social change through government policy our, company, our country's ever had is prohibition. Prohibition failed miserably because it did not address at any level the reasons why people drink alcohol. And that's what's problem. That'll be a problem anytime that you're relying on the government to create social change. The truth is that people create deep level personal change in other people. I want you to think about that. People cause a deep level change in other people. It's by speaking into their lives and intervening at that kind of level that we can even have a hope of creating change to major social issues. And just for the record, I'm not saying that social policy isn't important. I have a master's degree in social work. It's very important. We want to have policies that back up what we want, but we cannot expect them to fully change the problem because we need to change people. Our large-scale social problems require people to be a stand for what they really care about. It will not be sufficient for people to just take a stand here and there. So I hope you're considering for yourself what you want to be a stand for. What do you want to be all about? What are you willing to say, I'm all about, and you fill in the blank, for what you care about and what's the change that you want to create? So let's go ahead and compare it to taking a stand. That taking a stand can be a good thing. So don't get me wrong, there are times where it's very appropriate to stand up. For example, you can take a stand if you defend somebody who was falsely accused. You can take a stand when you're advocating for somebody who can't advocate for themselves. You can take a stand every time that you vote or sign a petition. Those are ways of taking a stand. You can even refuse to do something that you believe is wrong even when other people are telling you to do it. That's a way to take a stand. And that's all good. All of that is very good. And you've probably taken a stand for something at least once in your life, if not more than that. <clears throat> you know, we have many opportunities to take stand. We've got all kinds of opportunities to volunteer, to donate. There's all kinds of different drives and runs we can participate in. We can even take part in marches and protests. Those are all different ways of taking a stand. However, when we take a stand, if it's often just a one-time event. And that makes sense if somebody's um, experiencing, you know, they, they lost a job and their family's struggling and they need some financial assistance. That's an acute problem. There's a big difference between an acute problem and a chronic problem. A chronic problem keeps going on and on and on. Taking a stand one time is not going to fix that problem. So that's one of the concerns around just taking a stand. Furthermore, when you're taking a stand for something, it's oftentimes something that you're, you may or may not be passionate about. It's something that someone else is passionate about. They cared enough to organize a protest or a drive or a run or a this or a that, a nonprofit, 
you know, someone cared enough to do that, but it's not something that you cared enough to really take that much action on. And here's what really concerns me about taking a stand. These days it's become very, very convenient to just easily take a stand. So this looks like sharing, retweeting, and forwarding. Something comes through your inbox, your Twitter feed, your Facebook feed, and you look at that and you're like, yeah, that's important. So you just click and spread it. And I don't want you to deceive yourself into thinking that you're making a big difference by sharing that. Just sharing information with people seldom creates a deep level change in people. You're going to need to be clear on what you want to make different and really make your life all about that. You can be a stand for something instead of just taking a stand. Yeah, anytime that you take a stand for something and it's just a one-time thing or it's quick or it's easy or it's convenient, probably not causing deep level change. And I've got about three minutes before I go for, to a break, which is perfect because I have a story, that I, a story I want to share with you, but I don't want to like go on and on about it. It really made me mad. <laughs> I had a, somebody sent me a message through Facebook Messenger. If it was through my Facebook feed, I would have easily ignored it because I'm hardly looking at that these days. But she sent me a message that, um, that there was a lot of persecution going on in a specific city in Iraq, and Christian men, women, and children were being beheaded, and they needed our prayers. And it was interesting. It was written up as though it had come from a big-name Christian leader, Joyce Meyer, and it was like, you know, copy and paste this exactly as you received it and share it with everybody because you don't want to break the prayer chain. And I was a little ticked at the chain-type nature of the thing. Reminds me of the old chain letter thing. And um, I researched it. And what made me really angry was this is exactly what happened. This event happened about a year and a half to two years ago. And somebody was recirculating it as it was happening now. So here I am, Saturday night, chilling out, playing on my phone. I get this message that brings to my mind images of children being beheaded. And as I researched it, what happened is that town had recently been liberated from ISIS. And was they were having a hard time. They were celebrating Christmas, but they were really having a hard time. And what made me angry was they were... This woman felt like she was making a difference, passing along for people to pray about, and had not even researched it enough to find out that, no, that wasn't happening now. In fact, praise God, thank God, these people had been newly liberated. But she did not take the time to do that. She felt like she was doing a really big thing, making a really big difference, cutting and pasting and sending it to everybody she knew. I'll try to calm down now. <laughs> and actually, we had a little bit of a conversation over Facebook Messenger. And I encouraged her to please check her sources and not be, you know, causing distress unnecessarily. Because what happened was a terrible thing. And we, I dealt with it back then. I remember when that happened. And I don't need to redeal with it when it's not only not happening now, but the people have been freed. Oh, I was so upset. So what I would love is for that woman, because she said, well, you know, it's really important to pray for the persecuted church. I'm like, that's awesome, especially if that's her thing. I want you to find what's your thing and really make it your thing and do something that's really constructive, moving the needle, making a difference, and not just clicking, 
share or forward or retweet. So, wow, this show is very soapboxy for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So when we come back, we're going to talk about getting focused, making a really big difference. And I want you to stay tuned because you're listening to the Impact Hour. Introducing My Telemedicine MTM Virtual Healthcare Wellness Program. Instant on-demand, live, video, virtual, interactive healthcare. No waiting and no appointments. Healthcare when you need it. Visit globalcarelive.com to become a member today or call 888-322-47MD. That's 888-322-4763. Tell them the money doctor sent you. globalcarelive.com. The partners at Integrated Financial Concepts and Insurance Marketing provide successful financial strategies through a proven 10-step process. The partners at IFC work closely with family-owned businesses and closely held corporations, offering services ranging from pension and tax strategy to retirement and family legacy planning. Call today for a free consultation at 530-886-8550. For straight talk and sound investments, call 530-886-8550. And listen live every Thursday at 3 p.m. from Mind Your Business. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. This is Roger Michelski from Eagle Financial Publications. Here at Eagle, we are always looking for opportunities for the dividend investor. Recently, I was blown away when I discovered a website that had every resource that a successful dividend investor could ask for, all in one place. We were so blown away that we bought the website and made it part of our Eagle family. It's called DividendInvestor.com and there's really nothing else like it. When you log on to DividendInvestor.com, you'll find screening tools, plus an all-star ranking system to help you find the best dividend opportunities. There's a scorecard to track the dividends in your very own portfolio, plus time-sensitive updates so you'll be the first to know when dividends go up or go down. Be my guest. Log on free today at DividendInvestor.com. Set up a portfolio and see how easy it is to work the dividend calculator. I'm convinced DividendInvestor.com will pay dividends to your portfolio. Go to DividendInvestor.com now. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 1055. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. 
Do you feel pulled in too many directions? Are you worried that you'll never get around to what is really important to you? You can change all that. Attend a dynamic two-hour online seminar with John and Rena, hosts of Money 1055's The Impact Hour. You will evaluate what is really important to you and gain the tools to get you moving forward. Register for the Live on Purpose seminar at theimpacthour.com. Enter coupon code 2017 to receive this seminar as a free gift from John and Rena. Live on Purpose, February 1st from 7 to 9 p.m. Register at The Impact Hour. You are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about being a stand. You can be a stand for something that you really care about. Now, when you are a stand for something, when your life is a stand for something, it's going to require you to have focus. You're going to need to be focused so that you can have more of an impact. Now, there's other things that will come along, and you don't have to say no to every single thing, but you could choose to if it's not in alignment with what you're a stand for. Having that focus will allow you to change more lives. And what I like to say is that when you're clear on what you're a yes to, you'll know what to say no to. So you're a yes to what you're a stand for. One way to look at it is how many lives are you changing and to what degree? Kind of three different, different ways of looking at that. How deep is the change that you're creating in people's lives? How long is that change lasting? And how wide is that change? And by that, I mean how many people's lives are you changing? How long, how deep, how wide? Kind of the, um, the depth, the, the width, the width of the change that you're creating. Really think about how much you're changing people's lives. And that'll be a direct result of knowing what you're a stand for and having focus and creating that change. So you may be doing a lot of things. You may be um, taking a stand here and there, helping out with some things, and that's good. I, I don't want to discourage doing good things. But I want to encourage you and know that you can be great. You can create great change, and you can have greatness. So I want to encourage you to move from good to great. And instead of looking at it as just doing something, an activity, what are you willing to be all about? What do you want your life to be a stand for? If you'd like to call in to share about that, talk about that, explore it with me, questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. You can call me live here at the studio at 866-576-1055. That's 866-576-1055. Would love to hear about what you're considering being a stand for in your life. Let's take a look at how you can pick what you want to be a stand for. I mentioned it before, and it's a key component. It's something that you're really, really passionate about. It can constantly, it can, it's regularly elicits a strong emotional response from you. 
So it's something that you're passionate about. It's something that cries out to you, something that needs to be changed. And one way to look at it is, what would you like to be remembered for? What are you willing to have be as a theme in your life? If you're not sure what you want to be a stand for, it's okay, you're not alone. And we can support you in that. If you'd like, you can schedule a discovery session with me or John, and we can talk to you about what that can look like for you in your life and how we can support you. You can schedule a discovery session at theimpacthour.com. If you don't want as much structure and support and want to do it on your own, go for it. Go ahead and get started. It's important. This is important stuff for your life. So you can try something on. Just go with what seems like you'd like to be a stand for. Try it on. I love to mix my metaphors. You can try it on for size. Take it for a spin around the block and see if that's right for you. You can change your mind, and I figure worst-case scenario, some people's lives will be blessed in the process, right? And what you're a stand for can change over time. And let me give you an example of that. For example, a couple um, maybe, you know, going along in life and uh, be a stand for one thing, and then they have a child with a disability um, born to them, and suddenly their life becomes a lot about having a child with a disability. And maybe their passion is making sure that their child and other people's kids with disabilities get the free, appropriate public education that they're entitled to. So they're not only attending their own kids' IEP meetings, they're empowering other parents to be fully involved in that process. Uh, Suddenly they're a stand for kids with disabilities getting a great education. As time goes on, that might change as their child gets older and transitions into adulthood. Maybe they're really more about transitioning, helping kids to transition well into adulthood. And not that your circumstances have to dictate what you're a stand for, but it can, and that's okay. It's like suddenly your life, you could picture somebody's life is suddenly all about navigating divorce, and that can ignite in them a passion for helping other people with that. There's all kinds of things in life that can ignite a passion within us. And a passion is a great place to start for being a stand for something in the world. You'll want to, when you're a stand for something, you'll want to be really clear on what you want to have different. What's the difference that you want to create in the lives of other people? One reason for that is that you'll know when you've achieved it. It'll be really clear, yes, I did, no, I didn't. And it also, in my experience, opens up a ton more options. When you're clear on what you want to have different, you can try something, and if it doesn't work, you try something else, you try something else. That's what it looks like to be a stand for something. You don't give it a shot and say, well, that didn't work, and move on, because that's what you choose to let your life be about. And this is important. You need to be a stand for something, not a stand against something. Being a stand for something informs what you want to create. But being a stand against something doesn't say at all what you want to create. For example, there's plenty of people who are against President Trump. And the fact that they're against him tells me nothing about what they want. 
I can guess. There's a lot of people talking about a lot of different things. It could be one of a, a dozen different things. So want you to be clear on what you do want, not just on what you don't want. You get a lot more of whatever it is that you focus on. So if you're focused on what you don't want, we have something called the confirmation bias. And no kidding, you'll see exactly what you don't want. That's what you're going to see more of. So if you're thinking about how your kid's not doing his chores, that's exactly what you're going to see is every single time he's not doing his chores. And you won't see the other times when he is doing his chores or doing other things that are responsible. So I want to encourage you in your change efforts and in your being a stand to focus on what you do want instead of what you do want. And in this political climate, I want to encourage you to be cautious regarding anger. Anger easily pushes people away. It causes division. And it does not lead to conversations that are helpful and productive. So please be aware and use your anger carefully. Awesome. I want to talk just a little bit about the Women's March that happened on Saturday and some concerns that I have about it. And really, it's not a statement for me politically one way or another, but concerns that I have for it as a change effort. I went online and read their platform, and it was very, very um, diverse. It was had a lot of different components and facets, and it was complicated. I felt overwhelmed just reading it, and I was concerned for them that not having more of a focus will water down their efforts. Furthermore, I listened to Madonna's little talk at, at a, on the news, and uh, she was being outrageous, letting the F-bomb fly. You know, I'm not surprised Madonna's outrageous. What concerned me about the way she was speaking was it was very much a focus on what they don't want. She said things like, you know, in this dark hour, and there's a lot of fear, and there's lots and lots of talk about what they don't want, and very, very little talk about what they do want. So I just want to make you aware for your own selves when you're being a stand for something, really need to focus on what you do want, on what you want to create. It makes for a much more effective change effort, and it'll be much more effective. That's really what it comes down to. So we're going to be heading into our final break. I'm so glad that you are, are listening, excited for you to be a stand for something that you care about. So I'd love for you to stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you feel pulled in too many directions? Are you worried that you'll never get around to what is really important to you? You can change all that. Attend a dynamic two-hour online seminar with John and Rena, hosts of Money 1055's The Impact Hour. You will evaluate what is really important to you and gain the tools to get you moving forward. Register for the Live On Purpose seminar at theimpacthour.com. Enter coupon code 2017 to receive this seminar as a free gift from John and Rena. Live On Purpose, February 1st from 7 to 9 p.m. Register at The Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. 
Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. More fun than visiting the in-laws. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. This is Rena, and I'm really glad that you've been listening today on how you can be a stand for something that you really care about. During the break, there was an ad playing for a webinar that we're having next week. And I just wanted to tell you about it and invite you to consider it for yourselves because we love to be of support to you. It is called Live on Purpose, How to Have Time for What You Care About. So it's certainly relevant to what we're talking about today. Are you tired of your life being in the same place year after year? Or do you feel pulled in too many different directions? I know a lot of people who can relate to that. And are you worried or you'll never get around to what's really important to you? This webinar is designed to help you to really have the time for what's important to you. We're going to help you to evaluate your own values so you can decide for yourself what's a priority and help you to eliminate the barriers that have been holding you back from actually taking action on those things. And if you know me and John, it's really not a kind of light level time management strategies thing. We're going to go deeper and look at the reasons that you've been holding yourself back and help free you from those things so you can get moving on what you really care about in the world. It's a two-hour webinar, Wednesday, February 1st, from 7 to 9 p.m. It's online. You absolutely need to register in advance, or I won't be able to get you the login information for you to join us. So go ahead and register at theimpacthour.com. And we would love to give this to you as a gift to our listeners. We really appreciate you tuning in. Know that you care about this for yourself and... um, making an impact's important to you. And we want to support you in living out your own values. So as a gift to our listeners, you just enter in code 2017, that's 2017, and you'll get the webinar for free as our gift. So please consider doing that. We would love to have you. We get to wrap up here in the final segment, our talk about being a stand. And I hope that you're seeing how it really is different than taking a stand and how easy it can be to take a stand here or there. And that's really quite different than making your life all about something that you really care about. And this is something you want to be known for. So I'm encouraging you to really try something on and let your life be about that. Let your light shine. So I was talking about the march before we went to break, and um, I found it really interesting, all the many, gosh, there are so many people who showed up. That was a successful march. Like if you're looking at numbers of people who showed up, what a phenomenal um, effort that it must have taken to really bring that many people together. It was a strong statement. Truthfully, I wish the statement had been a little more clear and a little more focused because to see that many people put effort into a change effort, I would want it to be effective. And 
just want to encourage the folks who did participate in the march or maybe if you wanted to and didn't if you want to make a really big difference it's going to require time and commitment on your part so showing up for one thing is good and I want you to go for great so want you to consider what you can do to create the change that you want to create and it's not a one-time event you don't get to check in and check out you know visit the front line of a battle and then go back home you are the front line wherever you go you take it with you um, I did notice as I was researching the the uh, protest on the internet there was something that appeared to be associated or it came up at least in the Google search and I think they called it a hundred days of action and I could be mistaken but it was something like that and for every 10 days they, they'll send out to you an action that you can take and I thought that was pretty cool because it had some follow-up to it it's helping people to be more of a stand than rather than having taken a stand just once. And every 10 days they drip out an action to take. The first one was to write a postcard to your senator about something that you care about. And I like that. And I, I, like I said, I wish it was a little more focused. So if they were trying to create a specific change, they're, they're just gonna get a lot of different um, things that, that they care about going to the senators, which is by no means bad. It's just not as focused as it could be. The theme of today really could have been focused, huh? Because that's what it requires to be a stand for something. So I have a few helpful hints for you if you're wanting to be a stand. You're going to need to maintain excellent mental hygiene. And this is a great idea. I got my other son shared a video and it talked about um, thought, mental hygiene and thoughts as germs that are passed along, especially via the internet, and kind of like how you sneeze to pass a germ from one person to another in the real world. In the virtual world, you pass on germs by clicking share and send and forward and retweet and all that stuff. So I want you to be careful where you're getting your thoughts from. Are these thoughts that have been passed through many minds before they finally arrive to you? Maybe you'll want to work on creating your own thoughts and having your own original thinking instead of filling your mind with the thoughts and the cares of other people. There's a lot of negativity out there. In this video, I, it's called, uh, This Video Will Make You Angry, which I totally would have called it something else because it did not make me angry. It made me more aware of how other I'm allowing other people to influence my thinking. And you can search for that on YouTube called This Video Will Make You Angry. Like I said, I would have called that something different. But um, yeah, be careful of where you're letting your mind go. And so I encourage you to develop excellent support. People who hold the highest for you, have high expectations for you and for themselves. They value being a stand for something. They're not going to think you're weird or talk bad about you or tell you that you shouldn't bother. Be careful who you hang out with. And be sure that you get lots of positive inputs, things that are going to support you in growing and changing and becoming the person that you can be in this world. In fact, here's a little exercise. 
a little more along the lines of creating your own thoughts instead of relying on the thoughts of other people. I want you to take it a moment now to think about somebody who's has been a stand for something. Their life is a stand for something, or maybe was if it's somebody in the past, and somebody that you really admire. I want you to think about why you admire that person. And I want you to think about their character qualities. What made them such a great person that you would admire them? What did they take a stand for? What did it require for them to take that stand? Who did they have to be? Did they have to have integrity or boldness or strength or focus? How about compassion or love? What did it take for them to make the difference that they made? And the beautiful thing about identifying those qualities in that person is that those are qualities you can choose to step into more and more yourself. You can take on the character qualities of love and compassion, of boldness, of strength, of focus. Whatever you identify in that person, you have the capacity of developing those character qualities more and more in yourself. And that will move you on the spectrum more from good to great. Because you have the capacity to create great change in people's lives. It'll require focus, and there's lots and lots of distractions out there. And I didn't realize my message today would be a lot about beware of um, the internet and social media, um, because those things can rob you of focus and time and encouragement. So again, that's back to the good mental hygiene. Watch where you're letting your mind go. And make sure it's going where you want it to go. I love this topic about being a stand for something in the world. It's something that I really deeply resonate with because I'm a stand for waking people up to their impact. When it comes to people living with purpose, being a stand, making a difference, I love for them to truly evaluate what the impact is that they're having. So I encourage you to take that on for yourself. And remember this, if you're not a stand for anything in particular, you are a stand for nothing. And you're capable of much more than that. So I encourage you to be a stand and make your life matter. And thank you for listening this week. Be sure to tune in for more next week. You've been listening to The Impact Hour.